Okay, so my name is Joe Williams. I'm an electrical asset engineer at Peter Red Power Station in the northeast of Scotland. Um, I joined the graduate program four years ago after completing my master's degree in electrical engineering mm -hmm. at the University of Sheffield. What made me apply for SSE? Um, when I was at university studying electrical engineering, my main interest and the modules that I was most interested in is high voltage power systems and electrical machines. So mainly generators and motors. And out of the industries and companies that could provide experience within those areas, um, the utilities really stood out to me, mm -hmm. uh, and more specifically within power generation. Right. Um, so obviously going through the standard process of looking online at all these different graduate programs with all of these different companies, and all looking quite similar. Um, so then I started to go to the graduate careers fairs where I met an employee that I still speak to today actually uh, from time to time and he really opened my eyes to the, the different opportunities that SSE can provide across the range of technologies mm -hmm. whether that be CCGT, uh, onshore and offshore wind, hydro, energy from waste uh, and when I applied even coal uh, at the time mm -hmm. within the business and not only those technologies it was the variety in what stage of the life cycle they were as well yeah. so it was design and development construction commissioning um, operation overhauls and you know unfortunately for some some of the sites at the moment decommissioning uh, they've reached the end of their life cycle and out of all the graduate programs he really highlighted that there's no red tape with SSE you get direct access to the assets. There's no, um, as a graduate, you're kind of locked away. You're very much on the front line, and it's your program. If you're more interested uh, in different technologies, you can tailor your program to mm -hmm. that. And if you're more interested in the work that different teams do, you can tailor your program to suit that as well. Mm -hmm. So that ownership of the graduate program for me in the industry that I wanted to work within, doing the things that I wanted to do, that's what stood out for SSE for me. Yeah. Which is interesting because the grads that we've spoken to um, this morning, um, they're all saying a really similar thing. Really? They're saying, you know, that um, they've sat, you know, obviously start on the, the grad programme together, but where they're all ending up is completely different and they're doing things which at the beginning they thought they would be interesting but they're actually not and then they're doing placements within the grad program which you know that they've decided to go on because they're particularly interested in that yeah. you know and said that they're almost like you've just said building their own grad program exactly that is really mean. kind of bespoke to them the interest that they have so it's really interesting Definitely. that you still have that as your experience and your remembrance of the, the program itself most definitely because as a business as well they want you to enjoy the program and end up where you're interested in mm. otherwise they'll invest in you and you know you may leave mm. so it's in you know it's a mutual interest for as a graduate who wants to gain as much uh, knowledge and experience from SSE as possible yeah but also for SSE that once they've actually invested in you you're going to continue and contribute back to the business in your yeah. final role mm -hmm. and if you don't enjoy that final role you're probably not going to going to be there for a long time so I think by giving the ownership to the graduates and making it their program um, and supporting them through those decisions then they probably do get quite a good retention yeah definitely so after that process for you then so you've built you know your own kind of graduate program as such you've seen yeah. the areas that interest you yeah. have you had the same experience now you're in the role you're in now and the roles you've been in since your grad program that you can you know really 
develop where you want to go or have you kind of been led to this is where we want you to go next? So I started in the engineering centre and I was based in the central engineering function for six months, which I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm. And there you get great exposure to the whole of the generation fleet. And after going across the sites and performing testing, uh, inspections and witnessing the activities that were being performed on sites, I personally thought that I would benefit from my interest by being based on a site. Mm -hmm. So then after my first six months, then I tailored my graduate program towards that. So I, first of all, I went over to Ireland. In, I was based in Waterford, at Great Ireland CCGT power station. Do you say that with a smile on your face? Was yeah. it a good experience? It was, was, yeah, yeah, it was. It was a good experience, yeah. I, uh, I really enjoyed my time there. The people yeah. are great. The, the people at the power station are so friendly. Yeah. And generally, the Irish. I really like the Irish. Um, Waterford's an interesting place, that's why I had the right. smile oh, on my okay. face. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, but no, definitely a good experience. Yeah. And that's another thing about the graduate programme, mm -hmm. is that they support you through travelling all across the UK and yeah. getting exposure to not only different technologies, but different locations. Because mm -hmm. um, I think a lot of my friends, at least, either are diverted straight to London after leaving university or they want to be based in their hometown you get the odd few that want to go global yeah but um i feel like with sse the fact that they support you you know sort out your accommodation mm -hmm. and it's really about your development and where you want to be mm -hmm. so um, that was an enjoyable three months and i learned a lot there because that was my first exposure to the site-based role yeah um and after that i was on Clyde Wind Farm Extension, which is near Glasgow, so mm -hmm. I was li living in Glasgow at the time for eight weeks, yeah. and that was during the construction phase. Mm -hmm. So I've gone operations and maintenance at a CCGT, so the construction phase on an onshore wind, uh, two completely different areas, completely different technologies, um, and different skill set and knowledge required, but that's the beauty of the programme with having such a diverse fleet. Um, and then after that I was down in Kent at Medway, CCGT power station for um, a major outage. And that was probably my favourite placement on the programme, just because you're seeing everything come to pieces. And I'm a big believer in, um, you can read something in a book three, four, five times, but I still don't think, or for me at least, you truly understand it as much as seeing it once. Mm. And if you're maybe more in... Uh, working for a different company in a consultancy you may only get snippets of that in the later years of your program that's what I found whereas with with SSE I'd been with them for eight uh, about 11 months and I was already getting that exposure yeah. to a major outage seeing all the major components come to pieces mm -hmm. um, and go back together again all the testing requirements mm -hmm. and actually how projects like that are managed and you know, that's why I joined this industry for heavy, heavy engineering. Mm. And those skills are transferable outside of the energy sector as well yeah, uh, as an electrical engineer. And then following that, um, we've, we've got two new sites, which are the Ferrybridge Multifuel sites, which are based near Leeds. Mm -hmm. 
One of them's uh, operational at the moment, Ferrybridge Multifuel 1, and a very innovative name for the second one is Ferrybridge Multifuel 2. Woo! So, sorry <laughs> to interrupt you, Joe. So, yeah, just no. for the listeners, um, so me and Carla will be going to Ferrybridge next week. Next week, and Keefe. Yep, yeah, so, um, so, yeah, so we're going there, so we'll bring you all the latest, what's going on there. We'll introduce you some to the grads and also to the engineers that are currently working there too. So, um, yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that coming in the next few weeks. Sorry, Joe, to interrupt. No, no, you'll enjoy that. Uh, <laughs> hope you got a nose peg for the uh, <laughs> for the uh, energy from waste. <laughs> you do Only certain parts of the plant. When you go past, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not very nice. yeah. Um, he has to wear steel-toe cap boots, apparently. So yeah, he's yeah, down. Do. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, you, you know, you're diverting all that waste. And when I'd been there, I think the plant had been um, operational for about a year and a half, and they burnt the millionth ton of waste. So you know all all that waste, rather than going to landfill, yeah. is being used to generate electricity. So mm-hmm. it's a, it's a great technology. Yeah. Um, and again, even though it's an engineering graduate program, the diversity and ownership that they give you of your graduate program means that my first placement was at Ferrybridge Multifuel One, and that was within the operations team. Mm-hmm. So not within any engineering function. So mm-hmm. that was I was on shift rotation. Uh, in the day-to-day running and operation of the plant. I really enjoyed that. It gave me exposure to other disciplines as well, not just electric, electrically based, <coughs> and gave me a great understanding of the process. And then again, I went through a bit of a cycle where I joined the engineering team, carried out an outage, because um, I did enjoy that placement. Um, I actually then went on to Ferrybridge Multifield 2 um, to join the construction and development team and again that's that was two years ago now or just over two years ago mm-hmm. so you're going to go there and you're going to see it pretty much built and ready to go but there's obviously heaps of work uh, yeah. that goes in before that mm-hmm. I, think, I don't know if it's a three or four year uh, development project but even though you only get a small window of that on your placement the culture at SSE and the way that they help your development, I feel like they try and expose you to as much of that as possible. So that they'll go through what they did previously, they'll go through what they've got coming up. So even though you've got a three month placement, really you might see nine months worth of work because they'll give you a bit of a background on what's, mm-hmm. what work has been done today. Obviously your three months and then probably looking ahead what, what, what you've got coming up in uh, yeah. preparation. Uh, and that, that was the end of my graduate programme. So you finished your graduate programme two years ago now? Yeah. Two years ago. And since then, what have you been doing? And where have you been? So at the end of the graduate programme, you know, again, it's not a case of that's your role. Yeah. Um, Would you nervous at the end of your graduate programme think, where am I going to go? Well, they don't leave you hanging until the very end. Oh, do they not? So no, you kind fortunately, of have a good yeah. Idea so probably about six months out before the end of your mm-hmm. program, they start talking to you about what your interests are, yeah. What vacancies there are within the business, yeah. Um, what kind of development you'll be getting in each of these roles, and obviously some for some graduates, locations important as well. So yeah, sure. That might narrow some of the. Um, and did you know then at that point where you wanted and what you were aiming for? Where I wanted location-wise, I was quite open. 
because I've just spent the last two years all over the UK. Yeah. Uh, Ireland, Scotland, yeah. and England uh, in various locations. <clears throat> but I really wanted a site-based role um, because after my first six months, that's how I'd tailored my program. Mm -hmm. And that's how I thought I learned the most and got the most exposure. So that, that obviously narrowed it down to a few different locations um, where there was discussions. But then at Peterhead, there was um, the role that I'm in now, the person doing that retired. Right. So a vacancy came, came about, so I applied for the, for the role um, and got the role. So for the Aberdeen. listeners, yeah, so it's just north, is it how many? So it's about a 35 minute drive north, north of, Aberdeen. of Aberdeen. So okay. I base myself in Aberdeen. Brilliant, um, okay. Yeah. And then so bring yourself to, you know, maybe last week, what is a day like for Joe Williams at SSE? Give me an example yeah. of a typical, say, a day or a week yeah. and the kind of things that you now do. So my job title is an electrical asset engineer. So... Uh, I suppose in a sentence that would be managing the integrity of the electrical assets to make sure that the power station can operate safely and be available when required to come on and generate power to the grid. Mm -hmm. um, but what that actually means, <laughs> yeah, that's in a sentence. Um, so my role, being on a site, even though I'm, I'm on site, I'm not day-to-day fixing things every day that's more the operations and maintenance team yeah in the asset engineering function um, it's more about the asset management so that is asset management is through uh, planning and executing major outages and overhauls on your equipment that could be um, and, and the indicators when the time to do that could be from online monitoring. So yeah. you're looking at online condition monitoring of your assets, mm -hmm. trending, you know, is that about to fail or that's quite bizarre. It's operating quite hot at the moment. So that with that information then and your inspections, you know, you, you build up your maintenance regime and you're executing these outages. There's also um, root cause investigation, so we're an operational business, so sometimes things break, that's yeah. partly why I'm in a, in yeah. a job. So <clears throat> although you've got that in the background for your long-term planning and your, you know, your long-term maintenance, there's always underlying plant issues that you're carrying out, root cause analysis, investigations, um, looking at the contingency plans for if that fails, mm -hmm. what will we do, mm -hmm. um, and try, trying to you know, Im implement plant modifications that may prevent those failures and make you unavailable. So it's quite a, a varied role, but the fundamentals of you know, planning and executing major overhauls, upgrades, uh, plant modifications, yeah, root cause analysis and condition monitoring, mm -hmm. and then ultimately supporting the operational staff. So if they're having any issues with plant, we're supporting them just to make sure we can be available when required. So asking you, so what are your biggest threats at the moment for the plant to go down? What kind of you know things have you got to be most conscious of? Well, within the engineering team, I'm obviously electrically biased. Yeah. Um, within the electrical team, the assets are kind of split between two people, like right. myself and my colleague. Um, and the assets I'm directly responsible for are the generators on site. Mm -hmm. um, so there's three 281 megawatt generators uh, and one 
660 megawatt generator there so they're uh, quite large machines mm. um, and the auxiliary plant associated with that I'm also responsible for the motors on site and some and the switch gear and protection that's associated with that so the operations and maintenance team they're um, predominantly maintaining the plant to make sure it's op operational and available and will provide support for some of the more critical assets so as an electrical engineer that will be you know transformers switch gear generators but a mechanical engineer you know issues with your steam turbines gas turbines uh, some of your critical pumps yeah uh, vibration issues so it's a very it's a very technical role and it's very dynamic mm -hmm. so what i actually like about it is my working week next week i couldn't actually tell you right i'd have i've got my uh, would you not base know tasks. with your predictions there? My predictions, know? yeah. So what my my, my predictions. No, 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 not no. always, not always, no. not always, because failures aren't planned. You know, if we knew something was going to fail, we'd do something before. before before it failed. Yeah. So um, you know, I was I'd been in the I'd been in the business uh, or been in this role for around six months, right. and there was a major failure on one of the generators. So for the next seven or eight weeks, that's all that I did. So yeah. everything that was planned for that eight weeks all kind of went out of the window. And yeah. my primary focus was to you know, fix that. And there's, there's a lot of other smaller issues than that. That's one good example where you, know, you, can, you can plan and you do have you know, your objectives for the year. Mm -hmm. However, it is still quite a dynamic role, which does excite me. Yeah, that sounds great. And so, been here four years now. Yeah. Yeah. What would you, where can you see yourself in say five years' time? Five years' time. I'd like to be uh, chartered, mm -hmm. definitely. So, being here four years, I hope to get my chartership within the next year. Um, I'd like to be a lead electrical engineer. Right. Uh, would that be the next step? That would be the next step, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And where, in, where exactly in the business? I'm quite happy where I am at the moment. Um, but, you know, five years is a long time. Is, yeah. Things may change. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. Just going back on chartership then, do SSE support you with your chartership? Yeah. You know, the, where are you at in terms, you see, when do you hopefully will be chartered? I'd like I'd like to be chartered this time, next, next by year. this time next, next year. year, yeah, Brilliant. at the well latest, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because then that would be five years in the business. Yeah. So, you know, some people say four to five years, but mm -hmm. some people also say, well, even though your graduate program's two years, that doesn't count as mm -hmm. two years towards it. So I hear different things from different people, mm -hmm. but I think with a variety of exposure that you get um, and the level of responsibility you get on sites in managing contracts and projects, yeah. then uh, I'd like to get it in the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. And you can obviously see your career staying with SSE then. Yeah. Which is great. Fantastic. Well, um, I think we've covered everything we need to cover there, Joe. But thank you so much for your time. And again, students, if you're listening, it just shows you can really have um, a real career here at SSE with um, lots of um, exciting things um, along the way. So thank you very much again. And yeah, if you're a student, make sure you get your applications in.